And welcome back to another episode of In the Vault. And I'm going to start with a philosophical question. Let's get into it. It has to do with Costco. I mean, are there any philosophical questions that don't have to do with Costco? Before we get to my specific question, it was... I tried to do the veteran move and be like, well, if I go close to kickoff... So home... Home weekends in South Bend are kind of a weird thing. It's you you got to kind of chalk up that if you're near a campus, like you can't go out to eat, you can't go do your groceries, you really can't do anything. Yes, definitely. And once the game starts, then it's basically Antarctica. You can do anything that you want. Um, so I was like, well, we need to run to Costco. And I text you, it was during the Michigan game. Mm-hmm. And we ended up going out, and then uh, I was like, well, let's move Costco to the back to get as close to kickoff as possible. I, I think that was the right play. End up rolling in there like two hours, maybe an hour and a half before. War zone. <laughs> Absolute war it was zone. like friggin' Kandahar out there. It, I, like, it was such a disaster in there, but where I really wish I was more like Larry David came on the way into Costco. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking in. And this lady, not an old lady, this middle-aged lady, looks me dead in the eye and goes, hey, do you want a cart? I know what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. But I can't be like, if I were, if I were Larry David, I would have been like, I know what's going on here. Like, I know why you asked me if I wanted a cart. You're not being nice. No, she's being lazy. What, do you, what would you have done in that situation? I'd have said yes. I would have wanted to have said no, but I would have said yes. But she just doesn't want to walk her cart back. 100%. That's like, and she's cloaking it in. I'm being generous. Yeah. That drives me nuts. It's different at Aldi when there's a quarter involved. Because then there is ever so slight a little bit of generosity. But that, that was Wait, just. There's pure. what at Aldi? You have to put a, a quarter into the thing to unlock the carts. No, you don't. Yes, you do. You're, You're ne- you've never been to Aldi? I think once. No, so they have a like they don't have a cart crowd. They have the them locked out front, and you put a quarter in, and it unlocks. And when you relock it back up, you get your quarter back out. Do we know the logic behind? I think it's to prevent people from having to like um, corral carts. Like it's to save on staffing because they run at a very low staff level. They just expect everything to be very efficient. So you, how does that stop people from just like leaving their cart in the parking lot? They want their quarter back. So you get your so it's a deposit. Yes, yes. Sorry, you're not paying a quarter no, to get a cart. No, you are. Um, and if you want to not return your cart, it's. I mean, it's going to cost you a quarter, but it's going to cost you something, basically. Didn't know that. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I think and, interesting is a strong <laughs> word in this situation, but sure. Uh, I wanted to light this lady up so bad. You should have. I. Because you know how, in curb your enthusiasm, you know how that conversation would go. Yes, definitely. I mean, it would be just all the cards on the table. I know what's going on here. You know what's going on here. Despite you, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to walk with you as you walk it back, and then I'll take it from you. And then I'll take it from you. Yeah, that would be where my heart would be, but my body wouldn't let that execute. But Costco was it. I know a lot of people like the samples. I hate the samples. I hate the samples. I've never taken a sample. You've never taken a sample. Never taken a sample. And it's their main corridor for the line is like, I would argue the most populated corridor in the in this Costco now. I would say so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they put all the samples here. Also, I don't understand why you don't just go down the aisle a little bit. If you get away from the main section, yeah. everyone has more space. It was... So you know how... So it would be what horizontal, like the way the aisles would go. Mm-hmm. 
and typically you go down an aisle and then you go back down the other one, you would get to the end to that main corridor and there was not enough space to go back down the other it's one. It's unacceptable. You had to turn double back down the same one. Unacceptable. And then go down double back the whole way down. And then I went looking for one of new guy Brian's Costco hoodies and couldn't find it. I think you picked the wrong day to search for something. <laughs> but it uh also you didn't find new guy Brian's Costco hoodie, so yeah. It was but that was my that was my big How do you feel about the cold room? I like it. I hate the cold what? room. It's so cold. That is why I like it. It's too cold. I if I go I, as far out of my way as I possibly can to avoid the cold room. Does Whitney go in the cold room? I I end up in the cold room because we always need something cold. I just hate it. If I, I piss and moan about you're it, you're gonna entire say time. I'm crazy. If I had my druthers, time. that's what I would sleep in. No. Yes. Not like just sitting around the house. I wouldn't have it like that. Okay. But overnight, that's how I would have it. I don't agree, but it's not that crazy of yeah. a take. It's I love the cold room. I hate the cold room. Have you been to room forty? <laughs> <laughs> Reed just sent over the apparently wing nuts, their main dining room. They changed to room 40. That's nice. <laughs> that is nice. Um, yeah. You want to save college for last? I was going to say college time. is the story this week. So you might, we might as well kind of knock NFL out of the way. All right. Go uh, quickly game by game. It was not a great week of NFL, but there really was wasn't. some noteworthy yes. happenings. Starting with Joe Burrow being out for the year. RIP your future. So we, on this, on the, on this show last week, we're like, hey, wait for them to drop this game. Maybe they get back to like 20 to 1. They are 150 to 1. Yeah. It's I did put sucks, $50 on it. You put more money on it? What is wrong with you? I did. <laughs> 50 to win 7,500. <laughs> what if they get hot and he comes back for the playoffs? That's fair. Are, are we, where, where is it at? Are we sure he's out for the year? I thought I they mean, announced they said that he, he was, was, but like, they, so this isn't Intel. This is just no. Kyle Land. Hey, maybe there's a chance. Yeah. Fair maybe enough. they sneak in and Burrow's like, you know, by um, the conference title game, I'm ready to go. Well, we're looking at a difference. Because the team is still talented. Yeah. Their other issue is like, even without him getting hurt, it's a very like packed AFC right now. Yeah, it, it is. Um, but, you know, maybe he gets his wrist reattached to the bone and, you know, things have changed. Baltimore looks good again. Uh Mark Andrews. Out Mark Andrews. R.I.P. That's, that's a big blow. Their receivers are playing much better, but that is a big blow to them. Yeah. Um, sticking in the AFC North, so these are all four teams. Pittsburgh. I hate the Steelers. This this game opened at Steelers minus one and a half, when it, and that was when DTR was announced to be the starting quarterback. That should have been a slam dunk. He is probably the worst starting quarterback in the history of the league, and you lose to him. I mean, Not only lose, they once again got outgained by him. It's Kenny Pickett's not good. Kenny Pickett's. I mean, we can close that chapter. Yeah, he's not good. Um, they did fire Matt Canada today. Can't hurt. Najee's not good. Najee's not good. Uh, I don't. Jalen Warren is. Jalen Warren is good. I don't know what's. This is such a depressing. Fo- if you sat through and actually watched this game solo, to be fair, if you did that, you probably root for one of these teams and. This was Big Ten West game. This this was a Big Ten West game. Yep. I mean, looking at the colors, this yeah. was Iowa Illinois. That is, <laughs> and it also hit the under. Thirteen to ten. That game should have been played in Europe. Uh, Those are the that, games we send over there. Cleveland's now seven and three, and like this all ends with them having to play a good team first round and getting absolutely trashed. But I but think if you can sneak in the playoffs with this quarterback play all year, yeah, there's nothing and no chub. 
They haven't, they haven't had a chub all year, basically. <laughs> it's been six months <laughs> since they've had a chub. Um, all right, so Lions-Bears. This was my stack that it, it did go fairly well, but in a Survivor League, all week I had Detroit. Mm-hmm. Last second, I switched. Um, switched to Miami, so it worked out. But I just had a feeling like Fields coming back and Chicago, like Detroit coming off. Especially coming off, off a big win, big emotional win. It, I don't. But I didn't have a good feeling, but the Lions like came back and won. Starting to get a little nervous about my take. Don't know how. You have a pink. You have to cut your pinky off if they win the Super Bowl, <laughs> right? Uh, no, but even at this point. If that were something that I would be willing to do, just at all, I would be, still be willing to put it on. Will you shave your head if they win the Super Bowl? No. Razor be, and all? It'll be winter. So? Also, I got a lot of moles up here. Nobody wants to see a bald, bald head. Beard, eyebrows, hair. Gone. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, they're, the offense is legit for them. The defense still TBD, but... Who cares? The offense is so much fun. Um, fun. I I mean, I'm still counting down the days until they... Pull a same old Lions, but you know, enjoy it while you can, Lions fans. This game's gonna take the years off my life. Chargers, Packers. I uh, I heard them talking about it on PMT coming in, and they were saying like, basically what I was saying Sunday in our group chat. Like Herbert had absolutely no help in this game. Mm-hmm. I did say he was. Did say he was the second highest graded quarterback this week, and they scored twenty points and lost. He was he, he was unbelievable. He was unbelievable. And Keenan Allen, you could almost give Keenan Allen a pass, but he dropped two touchdowns that hit him in the chest. One hit him in the belly button. One hit him in the chest. The chest one was hilarious. I know that there was sun in his eyes, but you know who else has sun in their eyes sometimes? Everyone yeah. else. Like that ball Catch dotted the ball. between the one and three and bounced off his chest. It was a very funny next possession. He's in the corner of the end zone. Herbert breaks free, hits him. It just bounces off his belly button. Really weird stuff. And then their second-to-last possession, Herbert hits Keenan Allen on a dime to get them down to, like, the six. First and goal, they run. Eckler gets to the two. Fumbles. And then they get the ball back again to win, and he hits Quentin Johnson perfectly in stride to win the game. It was a beautiful throw. And the man looked like he'd never seen a football before in his life. It bounced off his hand. He fell. It was very funny looking. But it... Herbert also made this bet on his own. He decided yeah. to stay with the Chargers. He well, didn't. he's going to have a new coach here shortly. So but at like, least that will change. It's, it won't change the, the the surrounding pieces, but it could change the culture enough that things are different. I mean, it's it's still the Chargers, though. I saw also on PMT, they were saying now the Chargers going into this game were 482, 482, and 11 in their ever. Herbert was 29 and 29. That's crazy. With the same amount that. of points scored before this week. That is nuts. I love that. Like, that's just who they are. This time, this year, Eckler has missed time. Gerald Everett has missed time. Donald Parham has missed time. Ken Allen has missed time. Mike Williams out for the year. Jalen Guyton's out for the year. Joshua Palmer's out for the year. And I have questions. You know who they need to bring in to coach the team? Jeff Fisher. <laughs> Sometimes go forward, you got to go back. <laughs> and uh, Bosa's now heading, heading to the IR. It, uh, they're, I mean, they can probably only lose one more game if they want to get in, which they, that, they're going to lose over, that game on yeah. Monday night. They play Baltimore. Um, Could be Hungry Dogs. It, I don't know. It should have been this game. should have been Hungry, True. hungry Dogs. Packers lot, are not heck good. Of a lot winna- heck of a lot more winnable of a game. Brandon Staley's defense gave up the first. Packers have the same record as them. That's like, crazy. We're still talking about the Chargers as what do they need to do. You're, you're done. 
Love threw for 300 yards. First time in I don't like care. 23 games the Packers have done this against Brand- and it was Brandon Staley's defense. Couldn't, couldn't possibly convince me of Jordan Love. You saw Brandon Staley whining after I game. sure did. That's I mean, a man that's teetering. That is a man that's teetering. That is a man. Couldn't have said it better. Yep. That is the um, – we are firing a coordinator soon. <laughs> Level teetering. Yep. In order they to might try. just they might skip that. They might just go right to it. Which yeah. how could you blame them? Um, yeah, it's because I I mean he calls the defense. Admittedly, he now he calls the defense, which is very bad. Um, yeah, probably should. Vegas, Miami. That. This is what I switched to in Survivor. Ugly game, but Miami figured it out. A Chan got hurt again. Tyreek left for a little while, I believe. Um, I know what you're thinking. It was it was a big Waddle game because he left. Turns out, not none of the games are none big of waddle the games, God's games are big Waddle games. Uh, I don't know. Unconvinced on Miami. We'll see. I need to see him beat somebody. And at this record, they're probably gonna have to do so in the cold. Yeah. So, which will be interesting. It, it'll be a, a clash of culture, a clash of styles. It, it will be interesting. Rough week for our boy Sammy Howell. Yeah. But the thing is, is he's a first-year starter. Like, not every game he's going to look like an MVP. The Giants, I believe, had up MVP. about 40 apiece in the previous two weeks. Sammy Howell did not do that. Um, DeVito looked okay. Yeah, this is one of the genuine shockers of recent NFL memory. Uh, commies are bad. Commies are... are <laughs> I think Ron Rivera has to go. I, yeah, I don't think that's... Each of the last three years he probably should have gone, but definitely got to go next year. Dallas, Carolina, this was kind of a snooze or was never You ready to call it on Bryce Young? He's not good. I've seen enough. The only thing is I've seen enough uh, people that know football defending him. Okay, so just from your own personal eyes, though. No, not the guy. um, (laughs) I feel like when you look back at some of the guys that have been drafted in the last couple years, the guys that are dudes do it immediately. Yeah. And the guys that you say, you know, we, we just need to give them time. Your Trey Lances, your Fields, all those guys, Zach Wilson. Guess what time does? Absolutely nothing. And I think it's a lot easier for the layman, I guess you would say, to look at a college quarterback and be like, is this a college guy? Toward the NFL, there's so many variables, and it's so scheme-specific. That's where I lean on people that, like, watch very often, and they're like, well, they're doing no favors with this, with this. But it's also the same thing I've heard about Zach Wilson the last two years. Yeah, and, and look where we're at. He's not good. Um, it's, with Carolina, like, you gave up what will probably be the first overall pick this year in a very, like, in a Caleb Williams draft. And took the wrong quarterback. And Stroud went after yeah. your guy. And that, that's what makes it so much worse is, like, there is a polar opposite example happening in – Probably a worse situation. Yeah. Certainly as bad situation in Texas that he is single-handedly lifting them out of. There's a chance the next 10 years they're looking at Caleb Williams and Stroud just light up the NFL and they're like, we not only did we pass on both, we gave up assets to pass to do it. on both. Yep. That's tough. That's tough. Um, you know who keeps benefiting from it, though? He'll check. <laughs> 74 yards again. Tennessee's terrible. Tennessee's not good. I, I Hand up. That one was on me. They win a game again this year? Uh, I'll see who they got. I mean, if they have Carolina. Uh, they do. They play Carolina this week. They got Carolina, Colts, Texans twice. They'll get one. So you, you think, If I set the over and a half at one and a half more wins this year. Under. Yeah, I think so. I think they get one. 
I don't know. I don't know which one, which is obviously unhelpful, but I bet they get one. Which probably puts them in like the. I could put them in the Marvin Harrison sweepstakes. Um, Jags. I him and know. him and Levis. Oh, what a combo! <laughs> <laughs> the Jags. I can't figure out. I think they're good. What um, if they're just kind of a meh, team? Yeah. I mean, showing flashes against really good teams and no flashes whatsoever against. Wait, showing flashes against bad teams and showing nothing whatsoever against good teams kind of suggests to me that you're kind of just okay. They're going to get a home playoff game. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, they'll be in a position to do something. It'll be – I feel like they're one of the, the teams with the widest range of outcomes, and I'm very curious to see where they land because they're a fun team. Stroud – I mean, he did play very, very well, but he had his first – like his second half was awful. It was terrible in this game. But just like with Sam Howell, first, yeah. like, the, these games are going to be mixed in. I think he threw for, like, 50 yards and three picks in the second half. It's not great. Still won the game. Still won the game. Also pretty good Tank Dell. Yeah. Tank Dell's a dude. He's he's good. This him, was... Honestly, that, that receiving core of him and, and uh, Nico and Dalton Schultz. Noah Brown. And Noah Brown. That's, that's good enough to win with. Um. Tampa, San Fran, San Fran, awesome. Back, yeah. Uh, when they're f- – when they're – that's what I'll say about Brock Purdy is when they're fully healthy, they are – I don't want to say unbeatable. They're very, 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 very hard to beat. But with Brock Purdy, if you even lose like a piece or two, the wheels can come off quickly. Yeah. So it's going to be very important for them to stay healthy. But, I mean, 21 of 25 for 333 yards, three TDs, no turnovers. I'm telling you, he reminds me of early stage Brady. I'm not saying that it's going to turn into late stage Brady. But he reminds me of early stage Brady. Um, New York Buffalo. So I to- I told you earlier today. Uh, Brees Hall scored in this game, and it was their first touchdown in forty one possessions. Off the top of my head, because I have Pre- Brees Hall in fantasy, I want to. It was off a long like kind of screen pass that he scored in this game. I want to say 41 possessions ago was a dump down to Brees Hall, and he just scored on that touchdown. Have they considered just running dump downs to Brees Hall? But that's very bad offense. I mean, yeah, yeah I don't think anybody would see, argue with that point. Zach Wilson's third string this week. Yeah, I mean, I did see that. I mean, surely that is a statement more than it is actually. Like, they're using Tim Tim Boyle as a hold me over until they can get Trevor Simeon into the game. Once that happens, Boyle will go back to third string and Wilson will be the backup. Glad you brought up Tim Boyle. Not that any of it matters. I have some stats with Tim Boyle. Let's let's, let's hear it. These are off the top of my head, but they're going to be pretty close. Not right, but pretty close. Are you aware at every level since high school, he's thrown far more interceptions than touchdowns? (laughs) No. Including his time at UConn? Where he had a one to thirteen touchdown to interception ratio. Also, you could have given me a thousand guesses as to where Tim Boyle went to school, and I would not have come up with UConn. Can you wrap your head around a one to thirteen touchdown to interception ratio? I mean, if it wasn't w- literally one to thirteen, it was. Oh, okay, I was gonna say <laughs> if it's not that, then you're talking about twenty six picks over a college. This career. man kept his job throwing thirteen picks, one touchdown. Not only that. I know they're bad, but. Then made an NFL roster and has been just as bad, if not worse. And he's still in the year of 2023 going to start a football game. He's got to look exactly like like Joe Flacco or something. They Like just the, the absolute one I saw, prototypical NFL body. I think body. Mustache said that. Sharp, Warren Sharp. I think he's like, he's 6'4", 220. He looks the part, so yeah. people keep throwing him out there. 
Um, At the end of the day, sometimes football guys are going to football guy. I wouldn't say Buffalo is back. Like no, Sauce put the clamps on Stephon Diggs in this game. He he's Sauce very good, is so good. Um, Buffalo has to obviously keep. I cashed out my Super Bowls, that other than the one the right that won't let me cash out. But I still have MVPs. also the right call on their part. <laughs> have you seen the next three for the Bills? Uh, no. Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, their season will be done at that point. And so five of their last six games, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers, Dolphins. They have the Patriots mixed in there. The best, best case, they go three and three. Right? I was going to say, they, they could be looking at a sub-500 season. At three and three, that'd put them at nine and eight. You flip one of those, they're eight and nine. Over under one and a half outbursts from Stephon Diggs during oh, that period. Way over. I mean, the Eagle, they just played the Jets defense, who was awesome. He mm-hmm. got clamped. They play, the week before, they played the Broncos, who Pat Sertan clamped him. He's also, that's basically the two, two best, best corners in the league. You go to Eagles, you're going to play Darius Slay. You go Chiefs, you're going to play Trent McDuffie. Cowboys, there's no digs. And then Dolphins, Jalen Ramsey. Can you imagine that? That would have that been a sick matchup. I didn't even think of that. Um they have one gimme. The Patriots is the only gimme left out of their six games. They, yeah, he they, might kill someone on the sidelines. Man, I didn't know their, their schedule was that bad. Um, uh, bu- 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 Seattle, L.A. I'm good. Oh, I thought this ended up the other way around. So, yeah, Seattle had Doesn't a game. Matter. <laughs> Seattle had a 35, 40-yarder to win the game at the end and missed it. Huh. Um, this was an ugly game. Geno got hurt for a little bit. Depressing game. Um, oh, Kenny Walker got hurt. If you okay. if somehow Charbonnet is not on a roster in your team, on your league, go get him. Minnesota Denver. Uh, this was kind of a bummer. I wanted Minnesota to win, and they had the ball to drive, but Russ looked pretty good. Yeah, he's he's very very quietly turning it around, kind of. <laughs> They're five and five with Browns, Texans, Chargers. Lions, Patriots, Chargers, Raiders. It's not an easy schedule, but it's also a schedule of teams that they probably want to jump. So there's like a lot of opportunity in there. Browns got to jump. Texans got to jump. Chargers stay yeah. ahead of Chargers again. So they, uh, I, I think there's an easier path for them to make playoffs than the Bills. Yeah. Oh, no doubt about that. Which, what, imagine saying that after week four. <laughs> or at any point, basically up till now. It is also terrible that this was the Sunday night game. Yeah. Why? Even before injuries, why? Yeah. Um, Philly. I think I'm just done trying to get into the head of <laughs> why various games are chosen in primetime. Philly KC last night. Two very, very good teams. It was a defensive battle. Patrick Mahomes, man. They, they got to get him someone that can catch the ball. I don't understand why they keep playing this stupid game. It's, it's a bummer to watch because like Mahomes is one of those athletes that it's so fun to watch him play. But if he's out there throwing to Justin Watson, that was his number one like target last night. He had, a, he had I think, 11 targets. That, that should tell you everything you need to the, know. The two drops to end the game were similar to Quentin Johnson. Funny but sad. MVS just ran right by Bradley Roby for a game-winning touchdown. Mahomes puts it in a bucket, <laughs> and it bounces off his hands. 
And then on fourth and 25, he puts it right on Justin Watson, and it goes. Who, somebody that I know had declared to be Randy, Randy Moss, Moss earlier in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> and it went right through his hands. He did not Moss anybody. Um, it was, You know, the Chiefs are averaging five points per game in the second half of this year. That's not very good. It, their offense is, their defense is nasty. Their offense is a problem, which, again, if you would have said this a year earlier go, this go year, figure. a year ago. Um, and then Mahomes walking off the field, was taking his gloves off, threw it to a fan, dropped. So, <laughs> just a, so, so funny. Just to top off the night, but that was week 11. Looking at the playoffs as of now, you have. Ravens getting the bye in the AFC, followed by Chiefs, Jags, Dolphins, Browns, Texans, Steelers, with the Bills, Colts, Broncos, Bengals just outside. It's, I feel like losing the Bengals as a serious contender is a real bummer because you swap out the Steelers for the Bengals, and that is a dynamite playoff. It's still, it's still good, but if you, if you were able to make that change, that would be awesome. What if in week one I looked you in your eyeball? And I said, My singular eyeball. In your eyeball. And I said, you know, we're going to have Kenny Pickett, C.J. Stroud, and Dorian Thompson-Robinson in the playoffs. And you know who we're not going to have in the playoffs? Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Aaron Rodgers. That would, I would have said, I don't believe you. I think I would have bet everything I absolutely own for that to not be yes. correct. So that's crazy and definitely... Definitely puts a damper on the playoffs. Yeah. That's a huge bummer. It sh- it, there's enough talent. They're still there, though, that that should still be a fairly interesting playoff. NFC, you have the Eagles with the bye right now. Lions, Niners, Saints, Cowboys, Seahawks, Vikings. With the That will not be. With the Packers, Rams, Falcons, and Bucks right outside. Yeah. The playoffs. It, I mean, the, it's extremely top-heavy. The top three teams are, yeah. are very good. Man, the rest of that's going to be... I've told you I love NFL playoffs. Like, I think it's my favorite weekends of the year. Not with these quarterbacks. Like, imagine Once if... Once you get through the first round, I think I think second round you'll be, you'll be back in. But there's a world where we could have had Lamar Jackson, Patty Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, Tua, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert as the seven. That would have been cool. I mean, you could argue that that's seven of the 10 or 15 best quarterbacks of all time. And then even throw in Aaron Rodgers, who I didn't even say. And then the NFC, you could have had Eagles, Lions, Niners, Cowboys. Yeah, I guess. It becomes tough after that, but still. (laughs) But that could have been awesome. Sam Howell. Instead, we're going to see, as of now, it would be Chiefs versus Steelers, Jags versus Texans, and Dolphins versus Browns. The last thing I want is another Jags-Texans matchup. We'd have your Lions-Vikings in the first round. Yeah, you got to change it so we're not playing division games in the first round. Saints Cowboys. So that's for the NFL. Um, I only have one pick this week. It's a Thanksgiving special that um, will allow everyone to go nuts on Black Friday. <laughs> but uh, um, I actually have that too. So we might. I'm assuming they're probably pretty similar. I have two. I have two straight straight lines. Um, Saints money line. They are my. They're one point dogs against the Falcons. Um, I just took a money line. I don't feel strongly about this. I more feel strongly against the Falcons than I do pro the Saints. Um, but I, I still like that one. And then Kansas City in a bounce back game. They're nine and a half point favorites against the Raiders. Um, the Raiders are not good. And the Chiefs uh, receivers can't play worse than they just did. 
And if if they don't, uh, you know, if they play better, nine and a half is nothing. All right, hit me hit me with your uh, your Thanksgiving parlay. It's just three money lines. Three money. Oh, okay. I went teaser. That's all it is. Lions to beat the Packers. Yep. Cowboys to beat the Commies. Fair enough. Niners to beat the Seahawks. Yeah. That pays out a touch over even. Hmm. I went a four-team teaser that includes the Friday game. So it's a holiday extended teaser. Lions, this is a 10-point teaser. Lions, that moves them to plus two and a half. Uh, Cowboys takes them to minus one, so to win. Uh, 49ers moves them to plus three, and Dolphins to plus five. Who do they play? uh, Jets. That's Friday? Friday, three o'clock. I mean, we basically have the same thing, just in slightly different formats. And I have a DFS stack that I like a lot this week, last week. Um, the Bears worked out fine. It definitely didn't win you any millions this week. It might go Cardinals, Kyler and Hollywood and McBride and McBride. Go those three. All right. Um, they cannot. They absolutely cannot run the ball. <laughs> they just, which is weird because early in the year when they were losing, it probably tops. But I mean, let's have Kyler now. They were running pretty well early in the year. They cannot run the ball. Um, McBride has been about as steady as you can get. And Hollywood is the perfect DFS guy. Yep. Like, yeah, I like it. And honestly, Kyler is the perfect DFS quarterback. Yes. That is um, all I have on the NFL. Yeah, I'm good. Let's save Michigan Ohio's talk for last. It will be the most. I have a few games to recap. Georgia again. Like, Georgia's just on a different level. It's unfortunate, but. Did you watch that game too? I watched most of it, yeah. They're very good. They're they're very good. I mean, I don't think that Tennessee's anything special defensively, but it was like what a like a knife to butter. Like they just did whatever they wanted. This is two, three weeks in a row with Georgia doing this. And it's like, okay, well, maybe Georgia's offense is a little better, at least if they've slipped on D. Like two weeks ago they played a top three offense in the country in Ole Miss. And we're basically like, ah, I don't like, think so. You're not getting yards tonight. Tennessee's a nice offense. You got a guy that can throw the ball 90 <laughs> yards. The, they are, and it like, so from three years ago to two years ago, it was like, oh, they lost too much down here. Didn't matter. Two years ago to last year, they lost too much. Didn't matter. Why? This year, they lost too much. They just, just need to stop turning that. out. And this is the best quarterback play they've had during this run. Carson Beck is very good. Um, I think he should come back one more year. I don't know if he will, but if he comes back next year, he'll be the easy Heisman front runner. Yeah, he's good. But they're, uh, I, well, I mean, we'll get to this in a couple weeks. I think they're going to pound Bama. Like, I think they beat them very yeah. badly. Yeah, I, I mean, we've we discussed this several times, but you'd tell me six weeks ago, Michigan against Georgia. I'm like, who knows? Up. Like, this could be, yeah. like, it's it's just a different game. Yeah. Um, because for the for the sole reason is they woke up, yeah. Like that's yeah. the only difference. Like early in the season, like even watching them, they didn't seem overly interested. No, which I I get. It's tough. You've won thirty games in a row, whatever. Like it's tough to get up when you go to South Carolina. No, no offense. Well, okay, okay. That's the game they struggled. I believe. <laughs> of course. Um, well, I mean, they didn't have the best player on the field for once. When they are properly motivated, they're unbeatable. Basically. Um, Washington and Oregon State, ugly game. I would say Washington's a little friskier than I thought. Like, I thought they were more of the USC mold, where it was all finesse. You can punch them in the mouth. They punch back. Yeah, a little bit. 
but they're going to get beat by Oregon. Also, Oregon State is not the type of offense to like really punch you. It's a tough environment to go into. That there. that is true. That's a I th- I think you sent me this that they had like one loss at home the last yeah. two or three years. Like that's a and that was a crazy environment. Night game, how it should be done. They Take should, notes, Big Ten. They should call it the dam. They should. That would be sick. I should tweet them. Not playing in the damn damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, bummer for Florida State. Like they're still yeah. gonna get in. They're gonna get. Pumped. Do we know anything about their backup quarterback? I, I mean, obviously looked, he's not Jordan. I looked Travis, at both but. of them. They are both three star recruits, somewhat lightly recruited. The backup played very well, but like they're playing North Alabama. To his credit, they were down thirteen nothing when he came. Yeah, in. That was super. That's weird. kind of a like. Oh crap! Situation you're coming into, and I believe they rattled off 58 straight points or something like that. Yeah, they beat the piss out of them. Um, Man, what kind of what kind of line could you have gotten after the injury down 13? Because they probably they probably covered. I think they did cover it. They uh, they they still have dogs on defense. Yeah, it's still a good team, but they're going to get beat. Anybody that's pretty bad. Anybody that loses their starting quarterback is probably going to be beat in the first round. I I think they would have. Been dogs with Travis, no matter who they I think played. So too. I think they could be like, like if it's the Big Ten champ or if it's Oregon, like maybe ten point dogs in that yeah, game. Yeah, which would be, well, it's pretty on brand. Usually, there's somebody that's a yeah. big dog in one of the games. Um, let's get to before we get to next week. In your heart of hearts, we can turn the mic off if you want. Mm-hmm. What's your confidence slash worry level after seeing the Maryland game? Hmm. That's an interesting I one. thought they'd pound Maryland. Maryland's very, very bad. It was a weird game script for a while. Yeah. And it looked like it was going to get out of hand early. Yep. And it just never did. Um, so my confidence level going into the game was extremely high. I agree. I thought they were going to pound him. Looking back, it was your classic trap game like Illinois last year. I mean, it didn't exactly play out the same. But basically, the result was the same. Almost could have lost. Um Illinois had like a top fifteen defense. Yeah, also. I'm not. Very I, good. They're not exactly the same, but like same same type of script. As far as confidence going forward, I would say genuine toss up. Like I, I'm not, I'm not scared. I don't. I don't think there's any reason to be scared of the game. But I was confident before, whereas now I'm not. If that makes Is sense. Is there any more? <clears throat> because it's. It's very possible on this podcast next week I'm going to be standing on the platform getting fruit thrown at me due to my JJ take. This week I'm on the platform having roses thrown at me due to my JJ take. Does it make you nervous? He he didn't look good, obviously, mm-hmm. against Maryland. And we're still in now in a post-Connor Stallions era. Mm-hmm. He, like, Drew Aller, lit, everyone's lit up this Maryland team except for Nebraska. It was a tough look for a while. It was a tough look for a while. Um, here's what I will say. For the last six weeks, I was looking forward to the Ohio State game because I thought it was going to be a JJ game, and I wanted to prove you wrong. I no longer care how it gets done. Just win. Just win. Like, I wanted it to be done in a specific way. Well, if you just win, then he has two more shots to have a big game. True. But I think even now, like, will one big game change my mind on him? I I don't think so. Truth be told, I don't necessarily I think changes your mind (laughs) I think it is he is coaching how I used to play Madden if I were playing my brother and I'm like Mm -hmm. I cannot lose this game I know if my quarterback goes back he could 
which we saw almost play out with an almost pick six. He had the bad pick near the goal line. Mm -hmm. My quarterback can lose me this game. I know if I turn around and hand off and run trap right every single time, it won't be pretty, but I'm going to have bragging rights when this is all over. And that's how he's coaching. And if that is how this game on Saturday devolves, I think we win the game. And honestly, if that takes you to a title, you do it 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. It obviously won't work against Georgia. It, that's there, a different story. There's a world that works against Ohio State. There's Oh, there's definitely a world that works. I think that's the most likely path to victory. And we saw last year where, like last year, Ohio State took it to kind of the next level with the we're not going to be bullied. They had nine guys in the box, almost every, which is unheard of. And still got bullied. I, I mean, they did, they did okay standing up to the rushing attack, but what it left was guys running yeah. wide open in the secondary. And I think J.J. had two, big, two really big touchdown passes mm -hmm. last year. I don't think they're going to do the nine in the box again this year, and their corners are better. But if they do have to bring creep a ninth guy up, and it's like Roman Wilson can go anyone one on uh, any good receiver one on one, you put them on them. There could be guys running wide open again. And I do what I what I do think you're starting to come around on is it. The point I was trying to make a week ago after the Penn State game is with a 20 year old kid, there is no way you can let him throw eight times and be like, there's no downside. There's always a downside yes. with a 20-year-old kid. Absolutely. And it's, it's you saw it with JJ. It's not so much the lack of tr – I mean, we can go back and forth on if they trust him. But there is – It's I think it's pretty inarguable at this point that what they did in the second half had a negative effect yet, or Saturday. And I, and I still think that, like – JJ doesn't care if it's a win. Agreed, but that doesn't But that doesn't really the change the yeah, it doesn't yeah. change how it plays out. He doesn't care if he throws one time, two times. I have I have zero doubt that he's sitting in the locker room being like, I wish I was getting mine. I, I don't get that vibe from him. But when it comes down to it's like we've been running, running, and then he's gonna look JJ in the eye and be like, We gotta throw this to win the game. He's like, Well, does he does he actually trust me to do this? Why is he asking me now? And I I, I think I texted you this during the game. It looked it, so back uh, his freshman year when he would come in for like a couple series throughout the game. Every play that he threw the ball, it looked like he was trying to win the game. That struck me as what he was doing against Maryland. He had so few opportunities, specifically in the second half against Penn State, but also during the Maryland game, that every play that he thought he could possibly make, he was going to try to make. And that worries me against like. You can kind of make those mistakes against Maryland. You can't make those against the, that secondary. I do think, though, that he's not going to be given that chance. Over, I, under, 13 and a half attempts. Over. Over. 100% over. 100% I mean, over. I, I hope you're right. I, no. I'm, so he threw 23 against Maryland. I mean, here's off the top of your head on a rapid fire, the date of his last touchdown pass. Uh, Purdue game? I don't know. No. I have no he idea. What? Throw a touchdown. October 21st against Michigan State's the last time he threw a touchdown. That's wild. That's a long time. Yeah. Um, also, it shows you just how dedicated they are to getting Corum every single <sighs> touchdown. It's – and he's – I mean, he's, he's thrown 60, 70 times since then. I I, I think he's going to have to throw – You Ohio State's defense is good this year. Mm -hmm. It's the best defense they've had in a while. Um they obviously have the one DN that's a big problem. They have great linebacker play. The guy, he had 
Last year against you guys, both his thumbs were broken, I think. So he was Eichenberg. Cut, Eichenberg yeah. Which we never Gus, got. Gus, I believe, referred to him as Tommy Two Thumbs, <laughs> as opposed to the guys who didn't have two thumbs. And we never figured out why he had two broken thumbs. That's a weird injury to have. I, I never <laughs> thought about that. That is an incredibly like, weird injury to have no reference thumb to. You can explain. I mean, he had to be like rollerblading and fall or something, right? Like, what else would... Yeah, but then to only break your thumbs? I don't know, weird. Um, Probably shouldn't get bogged down with that too much. And like, they're... I think their corners are going to hold up. It's... I... So as we get to picks, this game for me is a stay away. Yeah, absolutely. I I want no part of this game. As a true 50-50, I am pre-annoyed. It's... (laughs) it's going to be – I don't know if I'm going to be able to get on Twitter if Ohio State wins this game. Uh, join the club. <laughs> One, Ryan Day is going to be running his mouth. Yes. For what reason, I don't know. But he's going to be running his mouth. Two, the timeline is going to be full of bet over and over and over and over and over. Yep. They're, they're pre-firing those up. They got, the Ohio they got that locked in the drafts because – you know, they've they got to workshop, you know, how to spell it, all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to use the adjectives I want to use, but I'll just – the Ohio State fans – Go ahead, actually. No, I'm not going to – the Ohio State fans are – it's it's going to be a – and you know what? Notre Dame doesn't – or they play, but it's late at Stanford. It's not even a real game. I don't have to be on Twitter, so I'm not going to be on Twitter. I, I was very confident Michigan was going to win this game the last two weeks that has started to wane I think it's a 50-50 I think it's a 50-50 too I think there's a couple things that it comes down to pass protection mm-hmm. if they can if they can keep JJ clean huge if great defensive line I don't uh, that, hence me saying huge if I don't think it's a close game if they can keep JJ upright you don't um, think it's a close game if, if, they, if they give JJ time to throw the ball I don't think it's close um, I don't think they man. do but um, another thing, another big factor. I, I, this was what I was going to bring up last week <laughs> before we shut it down. Ryan Day is coaching for his, for his job. We are going to get the most Ryan Day, like most concentrated bit of Ryan Day possible. We are going to get the essence of Ryan Day. He is going to run so many jet sweeps on fourth and three. He is going to have the, the running backs throw the ball 50 times in this game. We are going to get everything that he has and i like that I, I want all of that my worry is that he's seen what has not worked the last couple of years and even so we're probably looking at what, a handful of games for him over the last couple of years where he's been held to 20 points or mm-hmm. below those five games i've seen two of them in person you've seen every snap of two of them oh probably four of them they all have the same script like they all go the exact same way and you think he's not going to do it again <sighs> With his job on the line? I think he does. I don't think he can. I don't think he's a chameleon. Can't. He is not a chameleon. He is a whatever that can't change their stripes. Tiger? Lion? Tiger. Tiger. Man. I. And I. That. If if I could script up a game, it would be obviously us winning and running for 325 yards. Even honestly, at this point. JJ not even needing to throw, just absolutely running it because that's what he is so concerned about. And I want, I mean, I don't don't think it's going to happen, but that would be the best possible outcome. And if there's, so I think there's two X factors on both sides. I think Egbuka, is that how you say it? Mm -hmm. On the Ohio State side. 
you're going to give bracket coverage to Harrison. You'd be crazy not to. I would certainly assume so. That means like Buka's one-on-one. I mean, some other guys are one-on-one too, but I think he's the biggest problem. One-on-one. The nice thing there is he'll probably get Sanders still one-on-one, who is the best of the non-Will Johnson corners. One-on-one's a tough task for anybody. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's really difficult to deal with. And if you do, like the reason it worked out so well for Notre Dame defensively is you don't if you don't have to do bracket coverage, you can drop another in the box and deal with um, Travion. Mm-hmm. If you have bracket coverage, it's going to lighten up the box. He's a good running back. He is a very good running back. Um, and I, I mentioned this to you before. If Travion runs all over us, tip of the cap, you've beat our strength. Like that I don't necessarily. So what would you do if you are Minter, I think, you're, you're DC? Mm-hmm. Which if, one? He, if, he is also now, or the his dad is now the linebacker coach. <laughs> if there is, so say you have bracket coverage on Harrison, and they're running the ball pretty well. Typically, Michigan's giving no one bracket coverage. You have that extra mm-hmm. body in the box. It's why you're so good against the run. Do you move this safety up to the box and be I like, think so. if Marvin beats us, he beats us? I think so. So you'd I rather think, lose I think, to Marvin than to I think that's a ball. mistake, but I think that's what happens. Then again. Which, some, which would you? You don't want either one. Would you rather lose Marvin lighting you up or them running the ball all over you? I think so, too. Because then you could be like, that's a freak of nature that beat us. I mean, he is. Like, he is. Um, I I so wish he went anywhere else. Because I love watching yeah. him play. It just happens that it happens there. He, but, I mean, you could go 3-0 against him. You win this week. So. I see, I don't, I don't even really care about that against him. I care about that against they, Ryan uh, Day. And then the X factor, oddly enough, for Michigan, I think it's the quarterback. I do, too. If he plays well, I, I th- this Ohio State defense is very good. The Penn, Penn State defense is pretty good too. I think the Ohio, the Ohio State secondary is worlds better than it has been. Like you look at, I guess they haven't really played. Hartman's probably the best quarterback they've played, but like Notre Dame has a very good offensive line. We had trouble keeping them off of Sam Hartman, and. Hartman is a – he does not have near the arm strength J.J. has, but he can put it into windows. He's, he's got having a, trouble. He's got a quicker release, too. He was having say. trouble doing that. Like, it, their defense is pretty good, um, and I do think this is one of the very weird, odd cases where it's advantageous for both teams that it's in Ann Arbor. Yes, I 100% agree. If the first eight minutes of that game go poorly for them and it's in, in Columbus, it's a real, real problem for them. Yeah. Um. And obviously, friendly confines is in this situation is going to help. Michigan. And it gives Michigan. Michigan already has like a boogeyman they can point to and be like, "This is why we're playing." Going on the road gives that to the yeah, Ohio yeah. State. I I'm excited to watch it. I am. This is the last time I can complain about this, so I'm going to do it. I'm so pissed that it's at noon. <laughs> I don't think it's the last. We're we're going to get all this these year. games next year. No, this year. Okay. It's the last time. It's the last time for a while I can complain this game. It is bananas. These games are at noon. Um, this one's always at noon, though. Like, you're never not going to have that chance. It's similar to um, Texas OU is always yeah. at noon, too. All right, so here, here are the hot takes I wanted to fire off. I've already told you I think this is the biggest game in Michigan football history. What next year is going to be irrevocably different than this year. Yes. How it's different, like we discussed yesterday, it depends on the outcome of this game. I also think that if they don't win this game, there's a chance that I never see any of my teams win a title. Like, until till death. I don't know. I can't speak on Man U. Um, highly, highly unlikely. Michigan basketball, like, I care, but that's a little different. And the Tigers? 
Where is my title coming from? I think Michigan basketball will be your best bet. And that because is because basketball, you can have the one year, yeah, like one get off, a, get one, two big recruits or something. One six game run, yeah. yeah. Basketball, I think, would be your best bet. Foot, it, it'll get tougher football after this year. I don't think it, like, no matter what, Michigan won't be as good next year. I think the loss this year doesn't necessarily like hurt, make you much worse next year. I think it's like three years down the line, four years down the line, because one, the it solidifies Ryan Day. Yep, he's sticking around. It solidifies the recruiting pitch for all these other yo-yos in the Big Ten. And it becomes a problem. Now, if you win this game, and we, I mean, we had this discussion yesterday. I am very much win a title or I do not care. If you go beat Florida State, lose to Georgia by 14, 17 points, you're, you're overall happy with that for a season? Yes. Yeah. I think given what we know now in terms of what Georgia is, that's the best case scenario. Like there just isn't a scenario that that's not the best What if case. you get TCU'd? Then are you happy with it? Or would you rather have lost Florida State? Last year, would you have rather... Oh, uh, TCU'd. Um, would you have rather won that game and then lost 66 nothing to Georgia? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. No. Um, I thought you meant... Oh, like your TCU. Losing man. to TCU again. No. Um, uh, also, if this were a thing, I would use 90 to 95% of my future, my team sports, luck on this game. Like borrowing from the rest of, I feel like this is probably your game seven of the Cubs. Yeah. Cubs. I would have traded in all future. Everything for, for the future for this game. Like I think it's that. This important. game, not a national title. This game. This game means everything. This game. This is your national title this year. Yes. This this game is everything. I think usually I would say that's absolutely bananas, but given the circumstances, they're they're playing for the honor of Michigan fans. Basically. And I, and this is the first time in how long that this would be. Like, it's much more devastating for Michigan to lose this game than Ohio State to lose this game. Never. I don't think that's ever happened until this year. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Certainly not in my lifetime. Like, Ohio State, can st they're the, still going to point to the, all the other crap. Bright side, they probably get rid of Ryan Day. <laughs> if they lose that's this not game, a bright side for no, me. No, if I'm saying for them. Oh, for them, yeah. Like, they, I, I want him there. They have some excuses built in and some silver linings. Yeah. Where if you guys lose the game, it's oh man, you're gonna. It's gonna be yeah. It's going to be a maybe. Your own I, fans are gonna drive you nuts. Maybe I reevaluate my relationship with sports at that yeah. point. Like maybe I just need to be less invested. But maybe. that's. I mean, I've had this. I mean, if Yoder was here, I, there's two Notre Dame losses this year. I was like, I, I don't think I can do it anymore. Especially going to 12 games or a 12-team playoff. Like, after this year with your – like, either of our schools, we're not winning titles. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. And and for you who is mainly concerned about a title at the end of the year. Like, what am I, I get doing? It. I get it. Yeah, like, it, I enjoy three hours every Saturday. Have I hated almost every minute that wasn't those three hours? Yeah, of course. But those three hours are still fun. Uh, some point that balance flips. But not as quickly as we I even think like a couple game. more 10, 11, 12 win seasons without titles. I think you might start to fade on uh, Maybe, that. yeah. yeah I feel like you forget that prior to this little run, even the Harbaugh years were good. But yeah. before that, Brady Hoke and Rich Rod, like... You didn't enjoy three hours every Saturday. You watched it, but you didn't enjoy it. All right, let's get to picks. I have one 
parlay that I'm kind of going to go against what I just said, but I have two games I want to call out that I think the spreads are worth looking at. I'll start with one. Oregon minus 13 and a half against Oregon State. Yep. I think they, much like everybody that, that's been in their path last two months, I think they absolutely pound them. I will be on that heavily. They, uh, I think Oregon's very good. I think Oregon is very good. Um, yep. Another one I like is dead cat bounce. A&M getting 12 against LSU. I have the other way. L- I, this might not even be a hot take. I think LSU has like three wins with any other quarterback this year. But like, they I don't, have that quarterback. I don't think they're that good. I, I agree. And they've won a lot of games, tight, high-scoring games. Like 12 points is a lot of yeah. points. But when you're when both teams are scoring 40, 50, 60, 10 points becomes a sm- far, far the smaller. The other games, a bit like Arkansas was that way, Missouri was that way. Like those games stayed close. Mm-hmm. Um, I the one thing will be if it is like a 10 point game that's kind of been going like 17 to 10. It's very clear LSU's trying to get Daniels a Heisman at this point. And they're just going to do... Smash that live line. They're going to do some stuff, too. Um, I'm not ne- on that nearly as much as the Oregon game, but I do like LSU to cover 12. Or 11 and a half is what I had. And here. it's going to go one of two ways after Jimbo being fired. Either A&M's going to lose by a field this goal. This isn't the first game, though. But this, this is the second is, game. But the last game was not like a big-time I SEC do game not recall. It was... Uh, this was also the game last year that... Um, we didn't have a pod, did we? So it just would have been like me telling you. I told anyone that would listen, bet on A&M. Yeah, it wasn't a... Okay. I'm, and, I'm convinced because that was such a resounding success. And A&M won that game, I think, pretty easily. So A&M played... Yeah, they, they played ACU. So like this is their first I'm, real game. I am 100% a sucker for if it happened last year, it's going to happen this year. I'm in. The only thing that would make me nervous is the dead cat bounce can go two ways. It can bounce up and run away, or it can bounce and Absolute. be a deader cat than it was when it bounced. So if you're betting at either go A&M Moneyline or, or a massive LSU, LSU spread. LSU 29. Yep. Um, and then I I, was I have a bet. Kind of flies in the face what I just said. But this pays out even. Actually, you know, I'm going to say it, but I'm not going to bet. I, I want this off the board. I, I no longer want to do it. I will definitely not put this on this board that definitely exists. It was Michigan money line and the Bama money line. But like. That's a unnecessarily <laughs> stressful bet. Yeah. Michigan's already a toss up. Why am I throwing in another variable? Yep. I don't know. So, no, those are the only two. I don't, have, an A&M. I don't have any issue with Bama. Just you will be sweating that Michigan bet. Yeah. Um, all right, so I have a five-team, 13-and-a-half-point teaser that pays out even. Uh, give me the under of Iowa-Nebraska, which with the 13-and-a-half moves it to 40. They could play all day and not get to 40. Arizona is hosting Arizona. Oh, excuse me, Arizona goes to Arizona State. Uh, this moves them to plus three. Jed Fish really wants a big job. I suspect that he will try and win this game against what is a very not good Arizona State. The only thing you have to worry about is what if it's pine time? You have seen it up close and in person, pine it was time. Hilarious. They let him throw a few times against Stanford in those the game we went to. It and was it was very fun. Ten out of ten comedy. It- <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget. So we were in the end zone, and they were driving right towards us. He had a guy wide, wide open, open on a slant, and he he missed that guy by more than Tua or little Tua missed the guy in the end of uh, the Michigan game, like by way more than that. 
that, and I did, and, it, and with Pine, it was not a wrong route. The man, he knew yeah, what he, route was being run. He just he that was a terrible game to go to. I, See, I, I disagree. I thought it was fun. Uh, finishing up, Bama minus one, Florida plus twenty against hosting a new quarterback at Florida State. It's a lot of points. Um, and then I'm going to do it. I'm going to bet against my boy for the first time this year. Give me Clemson plus six and a half at South Carolina. I should just I, bet South Carolina money line. What am I doing? What am I doing? I, I, I take it all back. Give me South Carolina money line. <laughs> I've lost with him have to be half a dozen times this year. Why not make it one more? Two things I want to call out before we get out of here. I did send you a clip and told you to bet Washington before that game. They went live to show warm-ups mm. <laughs> for Oregon State. Hilarious. Out route off the hands. Out route with DJ that he threw to literally nobody. And then the third one, out route off the face mask. Like this, this happens once every decade. We were just told who's going to win the game. Yeah. That's how it worked out. Before we move on from that, I got to give DJ credit. He looks good. Like he has like, slimmed yes. way physically, down. Physically looks good. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean. Bonk. But yes, he does. <laughs> um and then we should mention we've been doing this. The Heisman's now a two-man race. I believe it's plus 110 and plus 130. Um, I have futures on both of them. So I either have to cash one out and hope something happens or just let it ride. I think you cash Jaden out. I think so. I think it's Bo. Bo does have the big that, statement. That being left. said, last week I was dead set that it was Jaden. So who knows? He what? So Bo is the bigger financial payout for me, so I'm rooting that way. Jaden, like... The man played Georgia State, and they ran up the score. You you move him from plus four fifty to plus one thirty after lighting up Georgia. Yeah, State. but it's not just his actions; it's the actions of other people. Bo had six touchdowns against a Power Five team in yeah, three but quarters. Now, but now we're it. Now it's effectively a two person race. So he didn't necessarily take odds from Bo. He took odds Bo from, went from minus to plus. Okay, then he took some, but he took odds from Penix, Penix. and et cetera. Marvin Marvin Tra- is Travis. now down to. 25 to 1. See, that's why I said never bet Marvin for for uh, Heisman. If he goes for 16, 304 against Michigan, he'll be back in the race. Definitely. But then he'd have to. It would take, I think it would take something like that. You know, Iowa is going to play for the Big Ten title, Mm -hmm. and they are dogs against Nebraska this week. (laughs) Dogs against maybe the worst team in the Big Ten. I do like that, though. They find a way to win these games. I don't know how. You. I, I missed over that. Under. It is 26 and a half. 26. And that's lower than anyone so far this year. They're not going to hit it. 26 and a half. So to, to cover that, somebody would have to hit. So it would be a, what? Um, 17, 10 game gets you there. Which of these teams is going to score 17 points? Chubba. Uh, Purdy. Maybe. He's the fastest man alive. I'm convinced that there's nobody faster on this planet than Chubba Purdy. Him and Brock. (laughs) You got anything else? No, I think we've gone on plenty long.